If I had allowed the perfect to be the enemy of the good, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. Welcome to the Graceful Hustle Podcast, where people of faith learn how to amplify their professional impact. I'm your host, Monique Carkham Edwards, a New Orleans girl who loves seafood, a wannabe fashion stylist, wife, and mother. I'm also an executive strategist, attorney, and pastor. And I'm here to help you get to the C-suite with your soul right. Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of the Graceful Hustle Podcast, episode number 22. And today we're talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart because it's something that I have struggled with personally. I think for me, this struggle started when I was about five or six years old. I can remember being in first grade in Valina C. Jones Elementary School in my hometown of New Orleans. My first grade teacher was Mrs. Fur, and I loved Mrs. Fur. She was a great teacher who was very sweet, and she ran a tight ship. And as part of this tight ship, Mrs. Fur would have us recite a mantra every day to get us inspired and to keep us focused. And it went like this. Some of you may be familiar with it. Good, better, best. Never let it rest until your good is better and your better is best. And this mantra was meant to inspire us to work to excellence. Mrs. Fur was that kind of teacher. She was old school. She was all about the education and the learning. And she wanted to motivate us beyond mediocrity. And this message resonated with me because it underscored with my parents, Bernice and Curtis Carkham always told me that as a black person, you had to be twice as good to get half the credit. Some of my people of color out there have heard that said, maybe you've said it, maybe you've had it said to you, but that's what my parents drilled in my head. So you always had to be twice as good. So you had to be the absolute best. So the early messages that I received about success, about accomplishment, about work ethic, those messages were that your stuff needed to be tight. (laughs) Whether it was academic achievement or professional performance, I had to be on point. I had to come all the way correct. And my internalization of these messages, no doubt, has helped me to achieve the level of success that I have so far in life. But when I stop and become reflective in certain moments, I realize that how I internalize these messages also had a negative effect. While meant to inspire and motivate me to be my best, I think somewhere along the way I internalized these messages to mean that I had to be perfect. And because I internalized these messages as a call to perfection, these messages have also held me back from attempting things unless I was sure I could be successful. If I didn't think I could do it and do it extremely well, I wasn't really game to try it. If I couldn't figure out every detail of how it was going to work, and if I wasn't sure I had the skills to pull it off, I didn't attempt it. Now, The goodness that that mindset of perfection has ensured me is that I've succeeded at very many of the things that I've tried. But what it has also done 
is it has kept me from trying very many things. I was letting the perfect be the enemy of the good. But as I've become more conscious of my responsibility to be a steward in all of the gifts that God has given me, I wasn't created to be a one-trick pony. I realized that God wants me to use every gift that he has given me in its due season. I realized that I wasn't being the best steward. Because they were gifts that I wasn't using, not because I didn't want to use them. They were gifts that I wasn't usually using simply because I was afraid that I wouldn't be good enough at it. I was afraid that the work product that the gift produced wouldn't be perfect. When I was a corporate attorney, sometimes this mindset would play itself out in my work because sometimes even something as simple as speaking up in a meeting would be a struggle for me at times because sometimes I thought that my idea maybe wasn't developed enough. Only to hear the dude next to me say the very same thing I was thinking and be applauded for it. (laughs) Some of you may be able to relate to that. And even as an entrepreneur, I was, I found myself sometimes holding back on launching products or I've procrastinated on things like releasing my book because I've let the perfect be the enemy of the good. But I realized if I was ever going to use all the gifts that God has given me and really achieve my definition of success, I had to adopt a new mantra. And that mantra is not good, better, best. Never let it rest until your good is better and your better is best. Although that's a great mantra as long as we don't internalize it as perfection. My new mantra is that done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. Let me run down a few of the benefits of done. Done gives you something to work with and improve upon. Listen, we would never have an iPhone 11 if Steve Jobs had never released the iPhone 1. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. But they've improved as they went. So done gives you something to work with and something to improve upon. It sets the threshold across which you can then move to greater and better. Done also gives you momentum. I talk to so many people who struggle with getting started, but nothing gets you started like getting started. (laughs) Once you start and you complete something and you release it to the world, it sparks incredible momentum. And so I always tell people, don't trip over the fact that you don't know how to start. Whatever you know how to do, start doing that thing and you will be surprised at how many other solutions and answers come to you because you simply started. Started gives you momentum. It's almost as if you start and God says, ah, I've been waiting for you to take the car out of park so I could steer it. You can't steer a parked car. So you got to be in drive, in neutral, something other than park. Sure can be in reverse, but you got to be in some gear other than park in order to move forward. So nothing get you started like getting started. Done also gives you the satisfaction or this feeling of accomplishment. Have you ever looked at your goals list and you have a feeling of absolute and utter frustration? (laughs) That has happened to me more than I can to admit. Likely because you, like I, just hadn't finished something. 
or some things on that list and finishing, completing, being done, being able to check that thing off, being able to press delete on that thing. Being done gives you such a sense of satisfaction and accomplishment. Listen, it might not be perfect, but my Lord, that thing is done. So done gives you a sense of satisfaction. Done also builds your confidence because once it's done, you think, Hey, if I did this, can I, then I can do that. Or if I did this version one, I can do version 2.0 done builds your confidence. And last but not least done releases your gifts and talents out into the world. These days, my greatest fear isn't failure anymore. It used to be one of them. It's not failure. My greatest fear is, as the expression goes, dying with the music still in me. I want every gift, every talent, every skill I have to be used for God's glory. And I want to leave an example for my children to follow. I want to inspire people and encourage people with the things that I step out and do. You know, one of my good friends, Brignia, she said this to me years ago. She said, Pastora, we need to see you doing big things so that we know that we can step out and do big things. She said that to me maybe four or five years ago, and I've never forgotten it. We have to release our gifts so that we use everything God has given us for his glory. Listen, if I had allowed the perfect to be the enemy of the good, y'all wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. Wouldn't even exist. Let me give you the backstory to how this Graceful Hustle podcast that you're listening to right now got started. One of the ways that the Lord leads me is to, over time, have several unrelated, disconnected people say the same thing to me. He did this when I was thinking about going to law school. He did this when I was considering pastoring. This is how he tends to speak to me. And so between March and July of 2019, three different unrelated people said to me, Bo, have you ever thought about launching a podcast? Now, let me tell you what the old me would have done. The old me would have sincerely prayed about it for at least a few weeks and fasted, prayed and fasted. And while praying and fasting about it, I would have Googled how to start a podcast. I would have read up on the best hosting platforms. I would have researched the best podcast recording equipment to buy. If you're just starting out, I would have researched the best audio recording software. I would have spent hours reading articles online about how to get your intro and your outro recorded with music using said software. I would have asked my graphic designer to create a podcast album cover. I would have ordered the recording equipment and then I would have gotten overwhelmed by all the tech. Then I would call my good friend Stacy and try to set up a date with Stacy because she's a whiz at this stuff to have her come over to my house and help me figure it all out. Now, because she's a busy IT professional and entrepreneur, she's a web designer and email marketer. And because I'm busy, it would have taken us two months to get a date on the calendar. Two months later, she would have eventually come over to my house and spent two hours on a Saturday getting me together. And then I would have said, okay, I'm going to record this podcast on Monday. 
And by Monday, I would have forgotten everything Stacy taught me. And to this day, you still would not have one episode of the Graceful Hustle podcast. That's the old me. We'll be sitting here today, January 2020, and not a podcast in sight. But since adopting this new mantra, done is better than perfect, here's how this thing rolled out. My business coach, Marie DeVoe, who is an excellent business coach, by the way, said to me in early July, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? She was the third person in about four months to say that to me. I took a hot minute to pray about it. I say a hot minute because sometimes I have used the I'm praying about it line as an excuse not to take action. So I didn't even give myself that luxury. I spent a hot minute praying about it. And then, and when I say a hot minute, I mean like literally five minutes. And then I spent about 30 minutes researching the best hosting platforms. And I picked one. Did not get into analysis paralysis. Done. I asked Stacy, hey, what's the minimum viable equipment for recording a podcast? She said, listen, minimum, you can use the Voice Notes app on your iPad and you can order an inexpensive lavalier mic from Amazon that you plug into your iPad. Went on Amazon, boom, order a cheap one, $15 mic, done. I thought, hey, what's the worst that could happen? I sink a few dollars into this and nobody listens, boo-hoo-hoo. Not the end of the world, done. So I go on Canva and I design my own podcast cover. Done. I make a decision to forego intro and outro music because I don't know how to do all of that. Done. I made a decision to start a podcast July 5th and I launched my first podcast episode Monday, July 21st. Done. I launched with the MVP, the Minimum Viable Podcast. Yeah, it was bootleg. Yeah, the sound quality wasn't great. Yes, it lacked some of the polish and finesse because it lacked some bells and whistles. But what I lacked in bells and whistles, you gained in 21 episodes of, based on the feedback I've received from y'all, some good, solid life and professional enriching content. And that's what the new me is about. Getting stuff done and out into the world so that God can be glorified through my work. And this is why I say done is better than perfect. Now, what about you? What are you sitting on? What are you holding back on? What are you denying the world because you're caught in the perfection trap? At work, are you holding back on ideas, not speaking up? not contributing in meetings, not taking on leadership roles because you're afraid that your ideas aren't developed enough or your skills aren't good enough? What business idea have you held back on for months or even years because you don't think it's good enough? Here is my charge to you. Start small, start afraid, start unsure, but whatever you do, just start. Because done is and always will be better than perfect. This has been episode number 22 of the Graceful Hustle podcast. Done is better than perfect. 
I'm your host, Monique Carcom Edwards. I pray that you have been blessed by this episode. If you have, share it with your coworkers, share it with your friends. If you are part of an employee resource group, share this content with them, trying to get as many listeners as I can. And also, I'm going since you are listening to this podcast, I'm going to drop a little something on you. I am launching my first ever online course that is going to be specifically for professional women who are looking to amplify their professional impact by leveling up their executive presence and communication skills. So check me out. I'll be hitting you up with some more detail about that. If you are not on my email list, go to speakmonique.com and get on it because I'm going to be sending you guys out email blasts about it, letting you know what it's all about and where to sign up for that. So in the meantime, Take good care and I'll see you at the top.